around this time of the year, we can find demands on our time grows. Uh, there's the word that I said I wouldn't say. From organising Christmas shopping to spending quality time uh, with family and friends, all the while uh, carrying on with a nine-to-five or whatever job uh, you are in. And I have somebody sitting across from me who can help with some good time management tips. Margaret Dorgan is an executive coach for a company she founded called Love Your Work. Thank you indeed uh, for coming in today. Thank you. Uh, I love your work, Marion. Hmm? <laughs> love your work. <laughs> uh, you, you, you like helping people organise themselves. I do. It's part of what I do and it's something that I think is really important. So really when we think of time, time is something that can be measured but also experienced. So we go back to Greek mythology and, you know, we have the um, various um, perspectives on that, you know. So, but I think in today's world those two merge and it's about actually being aware and responsible for the work that you're doing but also being aware and responsible for your time outside of the workplace so it's actually can get very blurred nowadays it can and too blurred and because we're living in an age of hyper connectivity and you know continuous partial distraction it's really hard to be disciplined and to kind of have social media hygiene there's no rule book here you call when it, it social, social media hygiene. Hygiene. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Turn it off for one. <laughs> so, you know, just to be disciplined and have um, tiny habits that support you in and around um, how you're managing and connecting with time. So uh, Dr. Fogg has come up with a, um, an idea called tiny habits. And the idea is that you attach these tiny habits onto existing habits. So when it's time for bed, I will. So as soon as I go to bed, I will. So your tiny habit when it comes to social media could be turn off all devices. So it's just tiny little steps that we can make to improve our social media hygiene. Right. And, and what other, other kinds of, of, of tricks do you suggest? Well, there's loads. It's such a broad um, area, Marion, as is, you well yeah. know. So when it comes to um, work, we have a lot of different tools and strategies that we actually apply. So it's, it's going to be situationally um, relevant uh, to your listeners. But really, it's to do a kind of a time audit. You know, what what's stealing my time? Where are my time wasters and so on? And where can I save time? So a simple time audit. So, How do you do that? Well, can I encourage your listeners to get a sheet of paper and get a pen and divide the sheet of paper into columns. And on the left-hand side, write tasks. And on the, um, on the right-hand side, write time taken and sometime over the next couple of days just pick a day no two days are the same or typical but just pick a day last week and write down what your tasks were and what the time taken for them were and then just have would a kind this of look. be just work related home related house let's related do both. let's do short circuit it let's just do both and then we'll know where we can actually save time in our professional um, life and in our um, private time and so the the whole thing is being really present and mindful so when we're in the workplace we're looking for efficiencies productivity and so on when we're in our um, home time we kind of need an element to that as well and even when you mentioned the unmentionable um, yes. word yeah. we're not going to pronounce yeah. there's loads of things we can do to support yourselves, like writing that list, like having a budget, like deciding what we're going to say yes and no to. So we. How all, do you mean? Well, you know, we suffer from FOMO this time of year. Which is? 
fear of missing out. Yeah. So what we're going to look at is Jomo, the joy of missing out. So, you know, instead of saying yes to everything, just be a little bit more selective and discerning. Also, maybe just as we're on the unmentionable uh, yeah. area, yeah. <laughs> we're going to look at, um, you know, maybe having an electronic free day, you know, a day. So every this time of year, every year, we're going to switch off all our screens just to have a family day, just to have a me day, just to have an us day, whatever it is. But just that becomes a ritual. And a part of your celebrations at yeah, that time I, of year. I, I think people would find that very difficult to do. Well, there's a challenge for them now. <laughs> so maybe start with an hour. I do, I do. I'm quite disciplined with my with my social media hygiene at night. So, you know, I, an hour before bed, I try and not have screen time, be it TV or my phone and so on. Now, sometimes I falter, depending on what particular areas of work yeah. I'm engaged with at that um, time if there's a crisis or a sensitivity or something but um, more or less I give myself the last hour of the day to come down and disengage Really? Yeah And you you don't check emails or anything like that later I try on. not to I try not I'm a, I'm a work in progress Mary like the rest <laughs> of us <laughs> What other habits have you got? Um, well, I've loads of bad habits, but today I'm actually going to talk about um, time management <laughs> habits. So, uh, so when we're looking at um, time management, it's about having a plan. So being very clear on what my goal is. So we're going to apply our SMART goals, which is an acronym for being specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timely. So once I've put all my goals and objectives in either context through this, I'll know exactly, um, you know, if this is something that is SMART, is this something spending my time on or is it the reverse of that? Is it a stupid goal? Is it a waste of my time? So um, then once I've established that I have a very clear um, objective, I'm going to actually work to that in a strategic way. Now, there's going to be curveballs. Things are going to get in the way, uh, but we try and manage and legislate as best as we can. And then we look and see, um, once we've done it, the first iteration, is there somewhere we can save time in between? What efficiencies can I find in doing this? Would you not end up in an absolute test of anxiety? The idea now, Marion, is to get away from the anxiety. Yeah. This is why we're planning. <laughs> The absolute opposite. So if we're doing that, we need to go back and review it and do it again. So the idea is that we have a system and a system that works for us, just like the system that's working here today that I've walked into, which is methodical. And, you know, you, you could give a masterclass in time management in here, you and the team. So um, it's really about, OK, but where can we save time or what can we do differently? And, and what is the point of what are we saving the time for? Excellent question. Well, we are saving the time to reduce anxiety because we want to be present. So we want some reflection time built into every day. So we want a certain amount of time where we can actually innovate. Look at what if. Yeah. Look at what else we could be doing. And that's the space, Marion, where we actually move up the pecking order in our career progression because that's where we can come up with something different or something unique or something that's going to save on time or resources in order to be seen and get the attention of the people who make decisions and who gets the next promotion. Uh, like what? Can you give me an example? Uh, well, it applies everywhere. So whether you're a mid middle-ranking civil servant, whether you're um, working in a coffee shop, whether no matter where you work, Every organisation is looking for efficiencies. So it could be instead of sending one email to 
400 queries that you have, you streamline them into four different categories and you say, OK, the, by, by and large, the queries that we get come in under four different headings. So I'm going to do a generic response to that and top and tailor with the uh, contact details and so on and send that out instead of doing 400 individual ones. Yeah. Like, for example, I run my own business, so I have a lot of demands. I wear a lot of different hats and so on. So what I do, I'm on it sometime maybe on a Saturday or on a Friday evening if I can, I will schedule send for emails. So it might be my invoices. It might be a correspondence. But I will schedule it for a time that doesn't look like I'm working after hours, if you like. So I'm manipulating that a little bit by using the tools and um, and processes available to me. Right. You, you, you have a specific time that you you send. Yes. So, you know, when you go into your emails, yeah. you know, there's a schedule send option. So I can say, OK, I'm going to write this email now, but I, I'm not going to schedule it to send to the person until 12 o'clock on Tuesday, because that's in, in fitting with the timeline of how I'm managing that particular correspondence. Right. Are we liking that one? Right. Yeah, yeah. it makes an awful <laughs> lot of sense. It does, really. Yeah. I just think that at this time of year, yeah. when people think about prezzies and cooking and food and socialising and work and everything. It's a tough old time. It is. And it's challenging. And there's no question. And work is is challenging, especially as we said earlier in the conversation about having to be connected all the time through social media and so on. So really, it's about being aware. Yeah. And thinking, okay, this isn't sustainable. What can I do here? to actually plan and schedule my time better. What can I say no to? What can I delegate? The thing about saying no. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, people find that quite difficult. There's a skill in it, in the positive no. How? So it's how you word it and how you frame it. You know, I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to be there. And genuinely, you would love to be there. Unfortunately, my demands tomorrow or as such, I can't do both. So I'm going to catch up with you in the new year. Let's put a time in. And again, when it comes to gifting, you can gift time. So like gift time this Christmas. So plan something in January and February and March, maybe a concert or or maybe even before Christmas, you could go to Celine's concert on the 5th Indeed, in Borgash, yeah. which yeah. would be great. <laughs> yeah, huh? I, I, Mary Benotti it was, who used to always have her Christmas party uh, in March. Perfect. It was great. Love her work. I love her work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But it really is important to mind yourself. And really, you know, so what? So what if we actually miss out on something? We'll catch it somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But but you don't want to offend, you know, all those kind of things. So uh, plan something else. Plan the next thing. Right. Exactly. Take a leaf out of your very good friend's book. Right. Okay. (laughs) So the, the first thing you say is know your goal Make your plan, look for efficiencies, reflect, rinse and repeat. Go back and do it again and do it with the wisdom of the experience. Right. Yeah. Are you good at it? I'm improving every time. (laughs) (laughs) I think turning off all the um, devices, devices including a television. Yes. An hour before bed. And what about news programmes and important things like that? Okay, now you're projecting, (laughs) Marion. What does that mean? <laughs> that means that that's what you need to do before you go to bed. 
<laughs> okay, well, listen, thank you very, very much yeah, indeed. An absolute pleasure. Uh, for that. That was Margaret Dorgan, who's executive coach for Love Your Work.